Once upon a time, there was a little boy. His name was Tzvi Eli Melech. Tzvi Eli Melech. This boy later on became a very big tzaddik. He wrote a very famous sefer called Bnei Yisoscha. But when he was a little boy, his tati, his tati's name was actually Pesach. You know, like the Yont of Pesach. That was his first name, Pesach. So when his tati um, wanted to make a living and wanted to make money so he can feed the family and get money for the family, what did he do? He was teaching children Torah. But he couldn't find a job in the city, so he had to travel. So he traveled to another little village, a tiny village, where there lived a one Jew alone in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of a farm where there were no other Jews. And he had little children, and he wanted somebody to come and live in his house and teach his children Torah. So he sent a message to the big city where Pesach lived and said, um, can anybody come and teach my children Torah and live with me for four months, and then I will give them, I will give them uh, um, food and everything, and I'll pay them also money so they can go home uh, after three, four months for Pesach, and then after Pesach he comes back and teaches again, and it goes back for Yontif for Rosh Hashanah, and for Yontif he can go back home, but during the year when it's not Yontif he'll come and stay in my house and teach my children Torah. And he'll leave his wife and children in the city. They won't come and join him. They'll stay by themselves. But he'll bring them money every few months. Every few months he's going to bring the money that he earned from this farmer. Did you get the story? Do you understand what I'm saying? If not, ask your mommy or tati. So this Pesach went and lived with this farmer, Jewish farmer, who had little children. And the farmer was a rich man. He had a lot of money, a lot of cows, a lot of chickens, eggs, milk, cheese, and he sold a lot of it. So he was very rich because he had sold a lot of his cows and chickens and eggs and milk and and cheese and butter. Now, Repesach lived in his house for four months till Pesach. When Pesach comes, the Yom Tov Pesach comes, he was going to go home to be with his family for the Seder and for Pesach. And, and the farmer was going to give him money and pay him for, for teaching his children. So while the Pesach was living in the house of the farmer, he noticed that whenever a poor man came to the door and knocked on the door and says, please, please, I'm hungry, I'm poor. I need some money for tzedakah so I can buy myself some food. My children don't have any food. I need to buy them food. So they would, they would ask for money. And and Pesach would, and, and, and the, the rich man would give them very little. It would give them like a tiny penny or something, like a little bit. And Pesach was a little upset by this because he's such a rich man, this farmer. Why couldn't he give more money? He could give more money. He had a lot of money. So Repesach approached the farmer and said to him, I don't understand. Why are you not giving a lot of tzedakah? You have so much money. Hashem gave you a, a blessing with so much money. Why can't you give more generously, nicer, and give more money to the poor so the poor could live nicely? And the farmer said, well, I don't care. I work very hard for my money. I give only a little bit away. I like to keep the rest for myself.
The priest said, well, that's not right. A Jew is supposed to give more tzedakah. So the farmer says, okay, you know what? If you want me to give more tzedakah to anybody who comes to my door and knocks on my door, then okay, I'll give them more, but then I'll take it off from your salary. Salary means the money that you pay someone for working for you. Since the farmer said to the Pesach, since you work for me, and before Pesach, I'm going to have to pay you for all this time that you stayed in my house and taught my children. So I'm going to have to pay you a few thousand rubles. Well, every time a person comes to the door and I'm giving him a nice donation, a large donation, I will take that money away from you. I will pay you less. At the end of the four months, before you go home for Pesach, Reb says, okay, I don't mind. I don't want, I want you to give nicely to these poor people. These poor people have nothing to eat. You should give them generously. If it has to come off from my money, okay, you can take it off from my money, it's fine. So, a few months went by, and the farmer would give large sums of money for tzedakah, but he would always write down how much he gave, and he would take it off from the amount that he has to pay Repesach. By the end of the four months, before Repesach went home, Repesach said to the farmer, I have to go home, it's almost Pesach, and my family is waiting, and I need to bring them some money because if they don't have any money to live, how can I come back to work another four months? They need to have money while I'm not there. So why don't you pay me and I can go home for Pesach, and then I can come back after Pesach. So the farmer said, okay, let me look at my books because you promised that I can take off all the tzedakah that I'm giving to other people. I can take it off from your money. So let me make, let me look at the numbers. Oh, okay. Um, actually, I don't owe you anything anymore because I gave so much tzedakah because of you. And you told me I can take it off from your salary. So now it turns out I gave more money than I owe you. That means all the money I gave for tzedakah, I'm going to have to take off for the money I pay you, and which means you get nothing. You guys understand that? The Pesach looked at the numbers and said, oh, okay, you're right. I guess I have to go home without any money. But how is he going to make a Seder? If he has no money, he has to buy matzahs, he has to buy wine, there's no money. Well, but he had no choice. He went home to a city where he lived, and he realized he has no money to bring home and what is he going to go home for? His wife is going to ask, so where's the money? We need to buy matzahs for Pesach and wine for Pesach and morah and chareses. And so the Pesach thought, I won't know what to say. I have no money with me. So then she's going to say, but you were away for four months. Didn't you earn money? And I would have to tell her that I gave it all away to tzedakah. So he decided not to go home, but to stay in shul. Because he was too embarrassed to go home and meanwhile, the little boy Tzvi Elimelech, who was the son of, was the son of Repesach, his mother says to him, Tzvi Elimelech, go to the shul, see if your tati is there. I don't know why he's not home yet. He should be home by now. Tzvi Elimelech runs to the to the shul, and he sees his tati there learning Torah. He says, "Tati, come home. Mommy's waiting for you." So Repesach says, "Okay, if mommy is waiting for me, then I'll go home." And he, pick, he takes his son's hand, and they walk together holding hands in the streets, going from the shul to the house of Repesach. 
And Rebbeisach is thinking in his head, ah, what am I going to say to my wife? I have no money. How are we going to make a Seder? Nothing. While they're walking down the street, there's this Poritz. Poritz, a nasty, mean Poritz, who's very rich. A guy is riding on a big horse. And he saw Rebbeisach and his son walking, so he wanted to bother Rebbeisach and his son because he didn't like Jewish people. So he took a bag which was attached to his horse and threw it at them to hurt them. But it missed them. It didn't touch them. Luckily, luckily. And he left. The, the, the goy, the poets left. But as the bag fell, it split open and there was lots of coins. Lots and lots and lots of coins. It seems that the poets forgot that he had put money in that bag. And that's why he threw it, because had he known there's money there, he would not have thrown it to them, because he, it's a lot of money. But he was already gone. So they took the money, and they went home, and they made a beautiful Pesach. They made a beautiful Pesach. But guess what happened? Something really amazing. It was the night of the Seder, and you know there is a place at the Seder, first we say Kiddush, and then we say Manishtana, and then we read the Haggadah, we eat Matzah and Marar, and then we bench, and we eat a, drink another cup, and then we say, Shvoi Hamascha, we say a special tefillah. You remember, I don't know if you remember, we go and open up the door of the house for Leon of it to come in. Everyone does that in every Jewish house. On the first night of Pesach, you open up the door of the house to go greet Eliyahu Navi, he's coming to visit every Jewish house. When it came to that place, when we opened the door for Eliyahu Navi, the Pesach said to his son, you go open the door for Eliyahu Navi to come in. And as he opened the door, he sees a person in front of him, and he yells to his father and says, Tati, I think the Paritz came to get his money back. And the father laughed. <laughs> no. Because the father understood that this wasn't a regular poet. This was a Yohan Navi that was dressed like a poet. And he showed up at the door again uh, when we opened the door. So they thought it was a guy that made a mistake and threw a bag. But it was really a Yohan Navi that Hashem sent to dress up like a guy as if he threw the bag by accident. And there was a lot of money. But really it was a Yohan Navi who did this. And now he came back for when they, when they opened the door during the Seder. So this is the story. When you have trust in Hashem, you believe that Hashem will help you, even if you can't see how it's going to happen. You see, terrible things happening. And you say, oi, oi, how is Hashem going to help us? It looks so terrible. You say, Hashem can do anything. We're in Hashem's hands. He takes care of us all the time. Even when things seem difficult difficult and very, very bad, it's still Hashem is with us and watching over us all the time. So that's really when you feel, when you have that level of trust and bitachain in Hashem, then Hashem helps you and you can do well and be healthy and you have all the money you need. And Hashem should bless you all to have a great, wonderful Pesach!